Hey everybody, it is Ravi. Welcome back to my channel and to a very special episode of Miracle Mindset. I am here with an incredible young woman. This is Jenny Minan. She is a registered practicing psychologist and we are lucky enough to have her here on the show today. She's also a dating and relationship coach. So she is an absolute wealth of wisdom and we're gonna sit down today and chat. I'm very excited to be here today. <laughs> so welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you here. The way I start every single episode is we ask our guests, what is the best piece of advice you've ever received? Mm. I think I'd have to go with that it really doesn't matter if anybody is making you feel worthy. You're the only person that has to believe in yourself. That's good. Because it's really interesting to see how often we seek permission to feel good. How often we seek permission from other people to be in a place of happiness or being okay with ourselves, where when you really get to this point of understanding, you're the only person that can give that to yourself, and it's your internal validation that counts, there's a huge shift. So often, and I know I catch myself doing it, you're looking for approval from somebody else. You know, what do you think about this? Or what do you think about this? And you base exactly how you're feeling on their opinion. So that's really good advice. We catch ourselves, as you said, asking other people for permission to feel good, where we will always get a different opinion from a different person, mm -hmm. right? So if we would always make up our worth and what we think about ourselves, about what other people tell us about ourselves, mm -hmm. um, we're just kind of a reflection of what other people think of us. Mm -hmm. That is some food for thought. We haven't even got into the interview and already here you are making me think. I love it. So you're seeing patients at the moment. Yes. And as you know, this pandemic has been affecting all of us for the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. And I would love to know, has the questions that patients and clients that you're seeing, mm -hmm. has that shifted? Has that changed in any way? I think there has been a huge shift of um, self-awareness in a lot of people since we, you know, since we entered the pandemic because people are more self-aware in terms of spending time with themselves mm -hmm. and really getting to a point um, of noticing the emotions and anxious symptoms <laughs> coming up with them. Less distractions. Less distractions, spending time with yourself mm -hmm. because we normally have all these beautiful distractions where we... Um, can just go out, we can travel, we can meet our friends. So the moment you were actually forced to really sit down with yourself. Mm -hmm. Be still. Be still, right? Mm -hmm. Be still. Um, a lot of people can't take the stillness. Mm -hmm. So in a way, it's been great for people to understand that they are you know, realizing, ooh, there's something my emotions are trying to tell me. Mm -hmm. And there's something that I potentially have to work on because mm -hmm. If I'm not happy with my own company, no one else will be happy with my own company. <laughs> I can imagine that being at home, I know for myself, I definitely spent more time on my phone. I watched more movies than I ever did. And I'm finding that I'm kind of stuck in this digital space. So I'm not living as much in the real world, but part of being in the digital space is comparison. You're finding yourself, comparing yourself to people's lives and what you're seeing online. So is that something that people are talking about with you? Is that something that's like a common theme? People are finding that they're more comparing themselves to other people? And it's really interesting because the first thing that comes to my mind is to always remember that the only competition you have is yourself. Mm -hmm. There's always gonna be someone who's better. There's always gonna be someone who's worse. Again, we're looking for external factors here to determine our own worth. Mm -hmm. So the only person you should compare yourself with is yourself. And it's not about, ooh, I have to 100% change myself in this very minute, but it's more about learning to be 1% better every single day. 
right? Mm -hmm. Because if you're 1% better every single day, you're gonna be 365% better in a year. <laughs> what is one thing I can do a day that brings me closer to where I wanna be, that mm -hmm. brings me closer to my goal? Mm -hmm. um, and then also talking about electronics, I think it's so important. I had such a shift when I started to create boundaries for myself with electronic devices. Mm -hmm. So I really, really um, started to implement airplane airplane mode for myself. Mm -hmm. um, I go in airplane mode just before bed and mm -hmm. then I also stay in airplane mode for the first hour at least a day. Wow, I've never heard that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been a game changer for me because I've had the chance to just really turn inwards, focus on myself yeah. and see what are things I truly enjoy where I don't have to hop on social media or check my emails or be stressed. So mm -hmm. I really start my day off with having a little gratitude exercise, with um, doing a little meditation, even if it's just a short one, moving my body, going for a walk or a run, lighting a candle and drinking a tea and journalings. So that's mm -hmm. one of my favorite things to do. Um, and it's just been so helpful to learn, okay, I can spend time with myself mm -hmm. and I truly enjoy it. And I don't have to be on social media and electronics and stress all the time, right? Mm -hmm. It's really important to learn to also come to your rest phases. So you say in that morning where you have that first hour and you're doing those mindfulness exercises, how long have you been doing that for? Like, has that helped you in, have you felt more peaceful? Have you felt more relaxed? Yes, I it did a tremendous shift in my life. I've been doing this, I would say, at least for a solid three years now, roundabout, where it was difficult in the beginning to learn to sit still, mm -hmm. to really say, and that's one of the most common things I hear people say, oh, I've tried to meditate, but it doesn't work. <laughs> and um, meditation is not about trying to have no thoughts. It's about learning how to redirect your, your mind mm -hmm. to, for example, your breath, to your stillness, to something that you are putting your attention to in the meditation. It's, it's um, inevitable that you will be failing mm -hmm. <laughs> in your meditation. That's part of learning it. You will um, have to just learn to see how you can redirect your thoughts. Mm -hmm. um, and then also it's been so awesome to really learn how to discover more of your subconscious mind mm -hmm. when you journal, especially in the morning because your brain and your brain waves are really still and calm and you're just more in a state of mind where you haven't had influences from your social media or someone asking you for something. So you have the chance to really just start journaling and just actively come to thoughts that you haven't even consciously thought about when you just mm -hmm. get into a flow of writing. I've actually never really journaled. Like I have the, the pre-done the pre ones where they have the, the questions. Mm -hmm. Are you doing those pre-done pre questions or are you sitting down with a notebook and just writing whatever comes to your mind? Mm -hmm. So there's two different types of journaling. So mm -hmm. absolutely, um, there, it can be super beneficial to have journal prompts, mm -hmm. um, especially when you're a beginner in journaling. Mm -hmm. I've talked about it many times on my social media. I think there's so much power in speaking with a professional, um, whether it be a coach or a psychologist, and I will always advocate for that. I think there's so much power in share. When you're speaking, you actually kind of uncover so much of what you're actually thinking without even meaning to, without even getting the advice from the other person. Mm -hmm. So I think for me, that's been one of the most valuable things in the past that I was able to, I guess, um, really learn from working with a psychologist mm -hmm. is you, that you actually kind of un unravel things mm -hmm. as, you, as you're speaking. Yeah. So I think it's the same with journaling, is it? As you said, you process emotions mm -hmm. and it's super important to really like go back to 
past trauma and memories and understand how you can process those. Mm -hmm. um, understanding what emotions arise at what time and what are they trying to tell you. Mm -hmm. So it can be so helpful to uncover those beliefs, but also what, what the awesome thing is uh, by combining like the therapeutic approach and the coaching and what I do, um, is that you have someone who kind of guides you towards what you want in life. So you have this component of really processing past trauma and emotions and past relationships and you have the component of, okay, let's sit down and now that we've worked through it and you learn how to feel your emotions and be present and notice what's coming up, I'm on your side to kind of guide you through how can we create your dream life? How can we take action steps that will help you to get there every single day? So about a week ago, I put up a poll on my Instagram and I tagged you and I told everybody you were coming on. They were very excited. They had a lot of questions. Um, we don't have enough time to go into all of them, but I thought I would speak to a couple of the ones that kept coming up and coming up and coming up. There was a lot of questions about how do you love yourself more? How do you kind of get away from those negative thoughts that you keep happening? How do you stop comparing yourself to others? And there was a lot of questions about body dysmorphia. And this is something that really, really hit me hard. And you guys on Instagram know this is something I've briefly talked about in the past. And I thought that there's no better time than now to speak about it. The thoughts that you have about yourself, might be positive or negative, um, are always the result of how worthy you feel about yourself. So let's say you always have negative thoughts and you're just saying, ooh, I don't know really where they're coming from. They're always part of your belief system. Mm -hmm. And um, your belief system is something that's determined by the outer experiences you have collected your entire life. Mm -hmm. So that's like other people, family members, jobs, is that all those things? All those things, but especially mm -hmm. the memories you built as a child. Mm -hmm. um, and when you're between zero and seven years old, your subconscious um, is like a sponge. It really determines and soaks up everything you learn about love, how your parents treat you, and how the outer world reacts to you. Mm -hmm. So we often have negative thoughts that stem from a deep-rooted belief about um, how we feel about ourselves. So if we say, you know, I don't feel good enough, I would just start with raising self-awareness. So understanding that um, there are thoughts that are not contributing to positive change in my life. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you're saying I'm, I'm not good enough, for example, and just asking yourself, where is this thought coming from? Mm -hmm. What is the evidence for that thought? Mm -hmm. Is that thought slash belief true? And then also seeing, okay, you always have a thought and your thought always determines the results and your behavior in life. Let's say, for example, you say you always get in conflict with other people. Mm -hmm. um, so that's your thoughts. You have a thought and your thought determines how you're going to feel and your feeling is going to determine your behavior and your result ultimately. So you will see that um, I always get in a fight with others or let's say I don't get along with my sister will create the feeling of distress, mm -hmm. of resistance, mm -hmm. right? Um, and then if you feel distant and resistant and have all these negative emotions, it will show in your behavior. Mm -hmm. So your behavior is gonna be, I'm gonna avoid seeing my sister, mm -hmm. um, or I'm gonna avoid having conflict with other people. So which, being more reluctant. Being more reluctant, which ultimately reaffirms your belief and your result of, I don't get along with other people because you don't seek out the situation and this result and the ultimate circumstance that you have will reaffirm, ooh, well, I'm not seeing people, no one, you know, wants to interact with me. I guess that means I don't get along with other people. 
So it's ultimately that thought that you had that will create that result. It becomes then a whole pattern and, it's, mm -hmm. and that changes future behaviors as well. That changes future behaviors and I think it's super important to understand um, that what you resist, you persist. So that means the more you um, hold on to an emotion, and mm -hmm. that can be any emotion. It's, um, you can see emotions as energy in motion. Mm -hmm. You have this energy that is not flowing and is not being released. Uh, you will get snappy. You will see it in different areas in your life that you're mm -hmm. resisting um, to let it go. Mm -hmm. Feeling the feels, just... To let yourself feel it. Let yourself feel it. Lean into it. Like, I feel sad and I feel bad and I just... <sighs> deep breath and I just welcome it in. Negative emotions are inevitable for succeeding. Mm -hmm. There is no success without failing, never. Mm -hmm. um, and that is the same with negative emotions. You um, want to welcome them in. The only moment they make you feel bad or they are in your way is when you don't clear them, when you don't process them, when you don't go through them. What is the signs of when you look in the mirror and you're feeling so down so consistently when do you seek help? Absolutely, when you notice yourself feeling down more days than feeling happy or content. Mm -hmm. So if you can really say there's a impairment of your life quality, mm -hmm. if your friendships, if your romantic um, life really suffers from feeling impaired of feeling anxious mm -hmm. um, or experiencing a depression, I would absolutely um, seek help and find someone that can support you in that journey. So you coach people on self-love and how to work on the way they think about themselves and to, I guess, negate those negative thought patterns that we're having. What is any advice you have for the people watching this at home and for me as well about how to improve the way that we speak to ourselves? I think it's so important for first and foremost to give yourself permission to feel worthy. A lot of our behavior towards ourselves is self-sabotage mm -hmm. out of the reason that we don't feel good enough to receive better things um, and an indicator to see that's something repetitive in your life is just emotional awareness mm -hmm. will really um, get you to a point to examine your emotions and seeing where am I feeling a certain way um, why am I experiencing those emotions so just really like learning to be aware um, of your emotions and feeling those fields. Once you get to space where you process your emotions, you also learn to be more kind to yourself. And that's a big one, right? Because we often beat ourselves up for having negative thoughts. Mm -hmm. We beat ourselves up for um, thinking, you know, why, why don't I think I deserve this? Really learning how to speak to yourself mm -hmm. like it's your best friend. We make mistakes and you're human and like, doing mistakes is part of being a human being. Mm -hmm. So it's all okay. You have a chance to do it better next time. That's so true. I know so many times you think you're being self-aware and you catch yourself in a negative thought and then you beat yourself up and then it kind of starts again. Cause you're like, I shouldn't be thinking that negative. Why do I keep doing that? And then it just keeps kind of perpetuating that thought. Mm -hmm. Asking yourself, what would I tell my best friend? Yeah. Or what would advice would I give my best friend? It feels so much better. And that's um, one of the biggest parts of your self-love journey, like mm -hmm. understanding I'm treating myself like I want other people to treat me. Mm -hmm. If I don't treat myself with respect and kindness, how can I expect other people to treat me with respect and kindness, right? Mm -hmm. And that includes speaking kindly to yourself. It's mm -hmm. a huge part of self-love. 
it includes setting boundaries, mm -hmm. right? Where would I set a boundary with other people to protect myself and to protect my own interests and what I truly want in life? So it's really about going also through this uncomfortable part of setting boundaries with other people, right? It could be anything that's like, oh, I want someone to, you know, to bring me flowers and to take me out and, um, you know, travel the world. So how awesome it would be and to realize you can give that to yourself this very moment. So it's really just understanding how can I align with myself mm -hmm. in order to attract a partner in my life that aligns with how I treat myself, how, mm -hmm. what my values are. Because if I'm so clear on my values and what I want in life, if I see a behavior like someone you're, not... You're not going to put up with it. You're not going to put up with it. You're going to just say like, hey, this is not someone, you're not someone who resonates with me. Um, but I appreciate getting to know you, right? And yeah. you set a boundary instead of being afraid and being like, oof, I want to be people pleaser. Like yeah, I just, yeah. I want that person to like me, yeah. right? Why do you want that person to like you? So really examining those emotions and mm -hmm. thoughts around that, your worthiness. It Is it ever too late to go back and set boundaries? So say I'm in a relationship or I'm in a friendship or a family relationship and someone's not treating me the way that I want them to treat me. Is it too late to go back and set the boundaries that you didn't set before? It is never too late to create boundaries, never. Um, it might be a little more difficult to create boundaries with people that are used to treating you a certain type yeah, of way. Yeah. So they will say, ooh, like, why is that person all of a sudden not allowing that behavior not allowing that behavior mm -hmm. um, which can ultimately also result in the end of a relationship especially so if like it's conflict a conflict especially if it's an abusive relationship and you stop accepting that behavior that person might say well there's nothing for me to get out of this anymore also same with your family or friends it's never too late to set boundaries and say hey i am prioritizing myself make a decision that suits me better than you so really getting into that space will help create healthier relationships mm -hmm. in your life and a healthier relationship with yourself. Well, thank you so much for sitting down with us. I could sit down for the rest of the day and pour us a glass of wine and chat way more about this because I have learned so much and I'm sure everyone at home has as well. So if you guys want to hear any more about what she's had to say, if you want to follow her on social media, I'm going to link her below. Or going further than that, if you even want to see her as a therapist or as a coach, I'm going to link her below because she does take online appointments as well if you're interested in that at all. So to end, can you leave us with one positive line? What have you got for us? I would say always keep in mind to love yourself like no other. You're going to be the constant for yourself for the rest of your life. Wow, so good. So good. Well, look, thank you so much. I really appreciate you sitting down here with us today. And guys, I hope you enjoyed this as much as I did. Comment below, let us know what you were interested in hearing about. And as always, guys, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. And this is the final episode for the season. I hope you enjoyed this season. We will be starting off again in January with some incredible guests. I am so excited for that season to start. But guys, thank you. Have an amazing day.